This is the Peak Signing Agents Podcast. My name is Derek Van Otten. I'm a six-figure loan signing agent, and I own a six-figure national signing service. My goal is to help you become a peak signing agent. Welcome. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Peak Signing Agents Podcast with your host, DVO, Derek Van Otten. And I have a co-host today. I have a special guest, Dale, with us from Little Valley Signings. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome, Dale. Uh, people are wondering, like, wow, you guys look pretty similar. What's going on there? Well, Dale is my brother. <laughs> and he owns a signing service as well. So in earlier episodes, I told you that when I first started as a signing agent, I told uh, my good friend Jonathan about uh, becoming a signing agent and everything involved because he was a notary. and He told me about becoming a notary. And I told him about becoming a signing agent. The other person I told about becoming a signing agent was my brother, Dale, and since then, he has he uh, he made six figures as a signing agent, started a signing service, making six figures as well uh, here locally by me. So he's jumped in the back of the mobile office today to kind of give you guys some tips, more tips, how to become a peak signing agent. So Dale, maybe you want to give more quick, maybe your version of how you became a signing agent. Um, well, like you said, you had told me about it. So when I looked into it, I already had a little bit of a background because I did real estate uh -huh. and I already kind of knew the documents. So I was like, oh, this would be perfect. I could, I could totally do this. Easy transition. Yeah. Very easy transition. So, uh, picked up a package, uh, kind of went through it with you a little bit, kind of refreshed my memory and it just seemed really easy to me. Everything just, I understood the, the documents and um, the things I didn't understand. It was just really easy to figure them out. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know what it was. I've, I've, I have multiple businesses, and for some reason, this business is my most successful. It's just clicked with me more than anything. It's, it's the easiest in my brain to comprehend of how to run this type of a business for some reason. Uh, so thankful for it. Yeah, it is. It really is. You can definitely, it's, it's easy, to, easy to grasp and easy to build so i know you've you've uh, you've made the joke your your company name is little valley signings <clears throat> yes uh, mine is peak signing and if we ever combined forces we would be, we would be called peaks and valleys <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, you've had some peaks and valleys going in your career so starting off i remember starting off you got your notary commission but you couldn't become a signing agent yes, yes. so talk about like that 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 valley of it um so that part was kind of a, a letdown at first because uh, going through everything, you know, we already had our commission and everything and then going, oh, okay, yeah, let's definitely get into this. You got into it. I get uh, everything done and the background check comes back. and I Red flag. Even, yeah, couldn't pass it. Too, too many things in my past. Uh, but I know that everything was going to be dropping off in the next year. Um, I had to you know, wait for that amount of time. And by the time that time came, it, it, it was a slow takeoff, but it was taking off from the time it started. Okay. And yeah, oh, it was great. It was a great ride. <laughs> <laughs> so were you like frustrated for that year? Cause you were, you, you were, I guess you were just doing other things in that year. Um, and so during that time, what made you decide, okay, I'm going to go back. I, I think enough time has passed where I can maybe pass the background check what made you decide, okay, let me go back to try the signing agent world? Um, 
things were picking up really high for you. Like you were, uh, you were having just a couple signings a day, I think, um, if that. And then all of a sudden, you were just getting a lot of business. Yeah. And then I look at that and was like, you know what? That's still more than what I'm doing now. So why am I not looking at this again? You're like, if you can do it, I can do it. Of course, but better, <laughs> but better. Just kidding. So um, I knew enough time had passed, and I went and took the test again and then took the background check again, and it came back superb. Like now, I was an angel. <laughs> now, <clears throat> originally, we were going to be a multifaceted business, if you remember. Right. So we were going to be not only notaries and signing agents, we were going to be bookkeepers and, and tax preparers, uh, field inspectors. We were like, we're going to try, we're going to do this business. We're going to do, we're going to do all these different things. And all those things fell to the wayside. I mean, it just, just, I guess for us, it just didn't make sense or we just, we didn't have a desire well, to do all the other yeah, things. Yeah. The tax preparation part of things, uh, after we got certified for that and going through that, I didn't, I didn't want to do taxes. Right. I was like, this is, this is, no, 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 none of this. <laughs> I mean, I did, I had a pretty successful tax firm for about two or three years. And I also just let it go. I'm like, I, I have no desire for this. I, I mean, the only thing I liked about it was helping people not pay the government as much. That's the only thing I liked about <laughs> it. I didn't like preparing taxes. I didn't like the whole process. Um, working with the IRS is not fun. So I, I also just like, okay, I gotta let this go. Uh, also, the time I was just like, I'm just so busy with my loan signing service company. It just made no sense to continue hassling with the IRS. So we we dropped everything. We dropped everything and and then just um, opened up our separate companies, uh, becoming signing service. So right out from the get go, you started off as a business name. So if if people were wondering, should I do it under my name or should I do it under a business name? Why did you decide to go under a business name right from the beginning? Um, mainly because I I felt it was more professional having uh, a business name as as a uh, introduction more than just my name as my business name. Okay. Um, it just, and then being able to grow off that as well. So, I mean, having a signing agency and calling it Dale's Signings, I mean, it just doesn't sound as good. Yeah, true. But Little Valley signing sounds wonderful <laughs> it does sound better and but you didn't go out and pay for an email address you just took a you just took your company name and got a free uh like gmail or or yeah oh, yeah yeah um doing it that way was just you know I, I it might be getting a domain here soon and then just running it off of like a littlevalleysignings.com but as of now i'm running it through gmail okay yeah yeah it makes sense i, I tell people too like don't you don't need I tell people, you know, have a professional email address. Definitely have a professional email address, but you do not need to go pay money uh, to go get a domain unless you, you feel the necessity to do so or get a a, a handle, you know, a, an at business name, unless you feel like you, you need to. So, yeah, that's exactly right. Now, I know during dur during COVID, so you, well, let's, let's go back before that. You got started before COVID. Yeah, just before COVID. Yeah, so... So you were seeing success before the lowest interest rates in modern history. So you were seeing success already there. Um, I know there was a point where you were like, hey, why am I not getting these opportunities? Why am I not seeing these things on SnapDocs? Uh, maybe tell the people what was it when then all of a sudden, boom, you started seeing all these signings start coming towards you. Well, being brand new, 
you know, the higher seniority people are going to get the signings before you. And it's going to trickle down. And I wouldn't say higher seniority, just maybe more experience. More experience. Uh, yeah, that sounds better. More experience. And, uh, you know, the work you've done proves itself. And, you know, you get higher up in the priority list. And so being brand new, you know, I wasn't seeing these things. Being next to you and seeing your phone blow up, and I'm, like, waiting for it, and it's taking maybe <laughs> eight minutes, ten minutes before my phone goes off. For the same signing for that the, I For the exact same that signing. I neglected. That, yes. <laughs> and then uh, I'll take it. <laughs> but um, things, uh, interest rates started dropping, and then things were picking up. But, well, actually, um, I was, you know, I, w- I was getting some here and there, and then was getting phone calls from other places to handle some signings for them, and then... I started getting pretty busy where I was handling, you know, three, four signings a day, which was, you know, starting brand new. This was amazing. Um, I was bringing in like three, four hundred dollars a day just starting out. And I mean, this was a significant increase in what I was used to. Right, right. So I was loving it and it was just kept getting better from there. And I and I was telling you, I'm like. Just wait. Once you get to like a hundred signings through SnapDocs, the floodgates will open up, and you'll get a lot more opportunities coming your way. And you kind of, you kind of notice that, right? Like as soon as you yeah. get like a hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was—about a hundred signings through SnapDocs, and then yeah, then I was just getting hit up left and right, and I was almost—I uh, think about that time we were getting blown up about the same time. I'm like, yeah, we're the yeah, same. we'd be together, <laughs> we get the same notification versus you get it ten minutes after I got it, yeah. right? That's what it was. You know, some of these signing uh, services or platforms, I should say, for example, on SnapDocs, they want to see your experience. So so you're not going to get – and I think it's the companies. The companies have a, you know, kind of built in where, like, hey, don't even offer this to anyone that has less than 100 signings. You know, I think I think that's what it is. I'm not 100%. But that's my guess. And then once you get to 100, then all of a sudden, boom, the floodgates open. Now you're allowed to be – asked by every company on that platform so i think that's kind of how it works so just as tips if you're brand new and you're thinking oh why am i not getting as many opportunities coming my way just realize it's a process right it just takes just takes some time uh to get there and signing up on multiple platforms helps too so i mean it wasn't just SnapDocs i was doing signings for so getting that 100 signings on SnapDocs took a while even though i had yeah. already done hundreds of signings by right then. right that's exactly right so you're, what you're saying is is uh don't put all your eggs in one basket right like just be diversified with all the signing services that you can sign up with exactly now then then covid hit obviously lowest interest rate interest rates we've ever seen refinancing went through the roof how did that affect your business um that made my business blow up um it was because of that um i pretty much was primarily doing refinances uh i was turning down and that's when i started going direct as well and i was one title company was i was doing probably 10 to 15 signings with them a day between what i was doing and what i was uh setting out to other notaries uh-huh. throughout the country or whatever yeah well actually this was just local at oh first. just local. okay yeah this was uh just local at first and then they started handing me uh letting me handle the ones out of state after after a little um after a few months of that they they started trusting me with handling more out of state and then okay 
let's talk about that process then. How did you get, first of all, how did you get this one client? They actually reached out to me. And um, because things were so busy, the, the notaries that they had already, um, you know, on their, on their list of notaries in the area were, were too busy to handle anymore. So they found me and contacted me and I handled, um, I was starting to handle things for them. Did, do you by chance know where they found you? Um, on one of like notary go or one, two, three, notary okay. or, uh, one of these, uh, so they probably platform. had a signing coming up and the next one they had coming up, you just happened to pop up cause maybe you were near, near that, that first one. They yes. Out to you. Because when I was first doing signings for them, they had me in just a section of, of the, of the County. Um, I pretty much handled just the, like the South end of the County. And then as COVID hit and the, uh, the other agents that they had didn't want to do signings anymore. Because oh, because of, of COVID. Okay. They started having me cover their area. And I was I was doing so many for them that I was just like, yeah, just send them all to me. And then <laughs> um, I was able to get... Because once they let me know that I could kind of coordinate the times myself, because I was so bombarded. Like, you know, I had five different appointments all wanting 5 p.m. Right. Sorry, guys, I can't happen. <laughs> so you I maybe was able move one more to six, maybe one to four. Uh, but 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 by doing so many, I was increasing my speed. My, my I was getting your signing speed. My signing speed was immaculate. So uh, what would you, what would become your average time with a signing? Um, if I wasn't out of the house within twenty five minutes, I was getting really antsy. And now during your signs, are you like, okay, just sign here, just sign here, just sign here? No, I, I break it down to them. So I you break it down to them. I, I, I explain the, the page to them as I'm pulling it out and handing it to them. Um, and especially if I, with one, um, and especially if they used one lender, the, the title company, all the paperwork was the same. All the orders were the same. And I had it memorized in my head, which was coming next. Exactly. So cause some people ask me, like, what's your average signing time? And my, mine's about 20, about 20 minutes of my average time. Um, and it's because of all my direct clients, they have a lot of the, they same, use lenders, the same lenders. And, and it's, it's, yeah. Once you I know see the, what the lender is, you know what's coming next. Like I yeah. have probably like five different lenders packages memorized in my head. Yeah. And I've also learned like what are more people interested in? Exactly. As they look at the as they look, as they look at the note, what are they most interested in the note? So I'm gonna I'm gonna point out the key things that will and mostly in the note, for example, it, it's bold. But I'm like here here here's the key parts of the note. Well, exactly. So when it comes to the note, I've already explained everything else a part of the note. Uh, by the time we get to the note, or I will be explaining other parts when we get to like the CD and uh, you know other things like that. So. Um, when I show them the note, pretty much I'm just explaining, you know, they already know what a note is, especially in a refinance. Uh -huh. So I just say, okay, here's your, your note, your promise to pay. And the biggest thing that they're interested in on that page is their first payment date. Uh -huh. So I'll let them know, okay, this, you know, this is your note, your promise to pay. And here's your first payment is due September 1st and then show them where to sign. And usually there's no dates on there. So when I tell them to sign, I let them know, don't you dare date that. <laughs> <laughs> now, as you've, so, so, what, so what I understand is, all right, so you, you, you got with one customer, and I even told you, I'm like, you should talk to them about, like, expand, like, taking all their signings and, and doing everything for them. Because I, I, I think I said, because if you don't do it, I'm going to do it. Um, transitioning into the signing service. Now, you, you've, you've helped them find notaries all over the country, and uh, you require scan backs. As you review scambacks, what are some of the most common mistakes 
you're seeing, and maybe not even during the signing, maybe not even during the scandal. Just what are some of the com- most common mistakes you're seeing from notaries? Um, first off, let's start from the beginning of calling a notary. Okay. Um, biggest mistakes I get on that part is just people not answering their phones. <clears throat> um, that part are people not having a, a voicemail set up to even leave a voicemail or introduce yourself to know that I even have the right phone number. <laughs> I just my last ep- I don't I know you didn't listen to it. my last episode was on phone etiquette. And that was one of the things, like, why do you not have a voicemail? Let people know that they called the right person. Right. So, I mean, if you're trying to be successful in this business, you have to be available. You have to answer your phone. Um, I, I'll i be in a signing, and if my phone's ringing and I know it's a, a, for a signing, you know, I let the clients know, I need to take this call real quick. You know, I'll explain in the next page. While you sign this, I just need to get this for a second, and then I'll hang it back up. We'll continue. You know, I'll just make sure I'm available. Let's see what that call is about. Uh, let them know I'll call them right back as soon as I'm done with the signing. If they know I'm in a signing, they're going to understand and be like, yes, yes, yes. Get back to that and call us right back. Okay. Um, that lets them know I'm available, but I'm also, you know, taking care of business. So, so you, you do like a quick answer while they're signing yes. um, a page. Okay. Yeah, but I let them know that I am in a signing so that they... You know, don't try to talk my ear off about what what's going on, so they can just be quick. Okay, this is what's going on, um, and then yeah, call us back. Okay, all right. What else? What other errors are you seeing from from notaries? Um, just sometimes just not reading the instructions in the email that I send them. So when it uh, like a simple thing, and, and most pretty much around the board is use blue ink. Oh, and okay. I'll get a scan back, and it's black. I'm like, why? Why did you do that? Oh like, wow. Uh, and they're like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "It's right here. The you know, the second sentence I sent to you was to sign in blue." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh no, I'll go get that corrected." You know, and they'll go back and get it re-signed. Um, or they put dates where dates aren't required, like like the note like you just mentioned. Note. Yeah, that happens a lot. That's interesting. Yeah, if there's no date on the note, and 99.9 percent of the notes will not have a date, do not. Have it dated. Right. Um, when it requires a date, it will say to put the date. So I get that a lot. Um, missed uh, initials. Oh, okay. So whenever you get the notes or the deeds of trust or the mortgages that require initials on the bottom, then, yeah, those ones, those get missed sometimes. Uh, I mean, it is not common, but sometimes they're there. Um, then there's there's the, the, the entire... Uh, notarization just gets missed completely sometimes. Oh, so uh, like a lot of the compliance agreements, sometimes uh, depending on the lender, it'll be worded small on the bottom, and it, things won't be underlined or things like that that kind of stand out. But it still has the verbiage that needs to be notarized. I, and I was just going to ask you: Is it the error and omissions compliance agreement? And so you, yes. you just said it before. Yeah, that is the most common missed one that I see as well. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I said, it's the wording on the bottom that's smaller, and there's not bolds, there's not underlines, so it's it's easy to overlook. But if you're paying attention, you should see it. Right. <laughs> okay, good one. So people dating where they shouldn't be dating. Missing uh, notary blocks. Uh, anything initials. else? Oh, not initialing notes or deeds when it's listed at the in the in the bottom right. Uh, any other common errors or mistakes you're um, seeing? Yeah, not correcting the state and counties. Oh, so they're they're so, leaving the venue whatever was pre-printed already, not for yes. where their state. 
Okay. Yep. Seeing that not corrected and going, okay, you you aren't signing in the state. You're clearly in the in this state. This needs to be corrected. Yeah. Um, what else? Sometimes the dates. Sometimes the the dates are pre-printed wrong, and those need to be corrected. Sometimes some people just don't bother looking at that and don't correct that. Aha. Uh-huh, okay. All right. And you do you always require scan backs from from notaries? No. Okay. Uh, some. I did in the beginning, um, and then if I'm talking to somebody and then they don't seem to, if I've already hired them and they've already, you know, they're showing signs of not understanding things, then I'll ask them to do scam backs. Okay. <laughs> so you're so you're vetting them. You're calling them beforehand, talking to them, and if you just kind of feel like they don't have maybe confidence as they speak. Yes. Um, you're like, okay, you know, do some scan backs for me when you're done. Yeah. Well, like, you know, I, I, I tell them to ask, you know, ask me any questions you have because I want to make sure that you do it correctly. Right. Right. So don't be afraid to, to ask me. But, you know, some of the questions that I get asked are very, like, comp- basic notary knowledge. Like notary 101? Yes. Like, you should know this before becoming a signing agent. Yeah. And so, like, whose name goes on this line? My name or the signer's name? Yeah. Something so, like that. Sometimes that I'm just like, wait a minute, why don't you, why, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you the answer. So you know this, but in my head, I'm thinking, okay, that's not okay that you do not know this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when I'll be like, okay, I am going to need scam backs for this or, <laughs> you know, being an out of state, uh, 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 what's it called? A, uh, a second home or a, uh, investment property. Sorry. Like those always require a scam back. Oh, okay. So on those, yeah, I'm going to require scam backs for sure, no matter what. Okay, that make that makes sense. Um, if someone was gonna like, if a brand new notary came up to you, or let's just say somebody brand new said, "Hey, I'm thinking about becoming a, a signing agent, or I'm going to go to my notary commission, or I or I am a notary and I want to become a signing agent." Like, what's maybe like a tip? And I know that's happened. And this is this is definitely has happened to you. Because uh, you you've actually had people ride along with you and done trainings with some, with some local notaries here to become signing agents. What is maybe some tips that you give somebody brand new? Um, well, first off, I'll ask them. Okay, well, how's the last ten years of your life been? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? So can you pass a background check? <laughs> so, Makes sense for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, first thing, if they're asking about that, yeah, you want to make sure that okay. Can you pass a 10-year background check? <laughs> and then um, from that point on, okay, you know, this is kind of what the business entails. Like, how are you with speaking to people? Ah, how are okay. you with presenting yourself? How are you with uh, um, multitasking and having a lot on your plate? Um, some people can't handle it. And some people will only do, like, two signings a day, and that's all they want to do. Uh-huh. Um, but... You know that you won't be successful in that. <laughs> yeah. So, so your question is like, how how are your people skills and communication? Because, like you said, you make phone calls, no one answers, or they'll call you. Notaries will call you with questions, or as you're vetting them, you're just like, oh, ew. you know, and you're gonna have to leave a lot of voicemails, and you know, when it comes to this, uh, and talking to a lot of people and making calls to phone numbers that might not be the right number. Um, so, you know, there's gonna be times like that. So you have to know how you know people you know are they good at communication as well i think communication is a, is one of the biggest parts of this business and not a lot of people communicate 
Yeah. Uh, when it comes to you know real estate agents, loan officers, title, and a lot of people aren't in the loop. And I feel like sometimes in some of the closings, uh, you know, when it comes to the documents not being ready or what's happening, I feel like I'm the communication link between everybody sometimes. Yeah. Um, but that's good for everybody because everybody feels involved in it and exactly. everyone knows what's happening. Uh, I did another episode called You Can Never Over Communicate. Yeah. You'd agree with that, right? Yeah. So, so when, you know, I'll tell people, uh, notaries to let me know when, when it's been confirmed and things like that. And when notaries let me know, hey, I'm on my way to the signing, you know, hey, I just arrived to the signing, um, things like that, I am totally fine with it. I would like to get those notifications. I like getting the communication of what's happening. Uh-huh, yeah. So communication is key. And I hate it when it's been, you know, two and a half hours after the signing and I haven't heard from the agent. Right. And so I'm reaching out to them going, what's happening? And they're like, oh, it, it got moved to a later time. Like, okay, well, where's the communication? Right, yeah, exactly. Or, uh, um, oh, yeah, it's it's been done for like an hour now. I'm like, wish oh, I would have known. Yeah, well, in the you know in the instructions I sent you, it tells you to let me know when you're finished and send me a picture of their IDs. Uh-huh. Uh, where is it? <laughs> yeah. So so what you're saying is communicate. Um, so communicate. Talk confidently. Uh, don't make errors. <laughs> um, what else? What are what are some other key points that you're telling people uh, that 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 we're missing for people to hear on this episode? Let's see. What else is there? Um, be on time. Know how to manage your time. Um, time management and getting to places when you say you are, or you know, if things happen and you're going to be late, communication again. You know, uh-huh. but being able to handle your time and know how to stagger your uh your signings and you know knowing where from getting from one place to the other how long that's going to be to kind of put that in your in your time frame too so knowing how to manage your time is is a big thing awesome well before we wrap up take a few more minutes to just tell everyone and brag about how uh how i've changed your life for the positive and just kidding (laughs) (laughs) no great dale thanks again for for coming on and sharing these tips um you know a lot of these tips uh, that you just gave also i've talked about in other episodes so that just tells you if you hear two signing service owners two six-figure signing service owners tell you the same thing it might be important to write, write down all right it might be a good tip for you to become a peak signing agent thanks again dill for uh, coming on thanks everyone for watching and listening to another episode uh, real quick if anyone is watching on youtube you can see uh dill you've got like a, a a sleeve you've got a one arm is totally tat, tattooed up with a sleeve has that affected you at all in any way as well um no it has not affected my business so like so, like, so signers don't get scared they see this big strong guy with tattoos on his arm no they just become uh talking points People oh so just it's like want a, no it's background a, behind just, so it's a it's a icebreaker a little bit like hey yeah what's on your arm there yeah it is and okay it's, uh yeah, it's just a you know just something to talk about. But um, people always remember me by like my car and my tattoos. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, like if I go to the same signing twice and I'm at their house again, you know, because people during the pandemic they they refied three times, three sure two, at least sure. two to three times. So I was seeing the same people, and they were like, "Oh, hey, it's you with the with the Tesla and the tattoos. I remember you." 
or I'll be driving and people will wave me down and they're like, Hey, how's fishing? Because well, we, during the signing, they're talking about fishing and stuff. And, um, that's one of my passions. So we'll talk about fishing and yeah, they'll remember that. And they'll wave me down on the road cause they recognize my car. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, you brought up another point. You, you drive a Tesla. Yes. Um, uh, so it's electric. I know a lot of people now with higher gas prices are wondering, should I go electric? How has that been for, for you and your business? Like I've battery. saved, I've saved thousands, tens of thousands of dollars on gas. Okay. Um, I bought it before gas prices inflated and I was already spending, six hundred ish dollars a month in gas and my electricity bill has only gone up by a hundred dollars and inflation has gone up in gasoline by a lot yeah so the six hundred dollars a month i was spending probably doubled (laughs) right for with the the gas prices so so if anyone's like hey should i should i go tesla should i go electric you'd be like yes yeah and i mean i was doing multi-counties 10 signing plus a day and Sometimes when I'd come home to reprint or you know print more documents or anything like that, I would just charge here at home, and then um, I would hardly ever have to use a supercharger. And okay. yeah, like I said, multi counties, eight, ten plus signings a day, and came home good enough battery. Came juice. home with like eight percent battery, and like this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Thanks again, and thanks to you guys for watching, listening. Talk, talk to you on the next episode. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Peak Signing Agents podcast. I hope this episode brought great value to you and your business. And if it did, please subscribe and follow the podcast and share with anyone you think could also benefit. Thank you.